0: from heaven's open door And I can't feel at home In this world anymore Good morning, family. Great to see everyone this morning. If you're a guest, thanks for being here and being a part of our assembly today. And once you know that you're welcome here. And if you have a chance, make sure you come back and see us again. And for all the family, thanks for being here. Great to be with you. Great to see you this morning. Glad you're here and we can worship and praise our Lord. Uh, Together this morning. We're gonna be talking about where do I fit in? Where do I fit in? You know, there's a lot of times I've asked that question and uh, I I was thinking as I was getting this uh, Getting this lesson together. uh, There was a time when this was a really important question to me Where do I fit in matter of fact? I kind of felt like there was a lot of times I didn't fit in you ever been in a situation where you felt like you just didn't fit in No, nobody yeah, okay, uh, and, and, and in those times, I wondered, you know, where do I fit in? You know, how do I, because I was around people who, they didn't think like I thought, and they didn't, they didn't believe the things I believed in, and, and, and a lot of times, I even noticed today that as I talk to people, their political views are different than mine. A lot of them are very different than mine. But I've also noticed there's a lot of people who aren't that have the same kind, and it, it goes on and on. Everything about my life. What are you? What are you? What are you planning in life? What are you trying to do with your life? What are, you, what are the directions you have in your life? Well, the things that I have aren't necessarily what other people have, and so therefore the question I always is that well, where do I fit in? Now, what I noticed is as time went on that I didn't care about that as much. Now you might be thinking, well, Rick, way to go. Well, maybe. <laughs> but what I think happened was is that I just started hanging around people that I did fit in with. Does that make sense? In other words, I don't ask that question so much anymore. And, and you may think, well, well, Rick, we just need to stand up and, and be who you are. And I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that there comes a time, and it seems like over time, you kind of see people who are like you, and you, and you kind of talk, and, and you get to know them a little bit, and all of a sudden you realize they have a lot of the same views that you do. And so therefore you're... You kind of hang around them more, and, uh, and you feel like you fit in. And I don't know if it's that or if it's just as I've got older, I really don't care if I fit in. Right? And maybe a little bit of both, you know. But I, I, I thought, well, well, maybe, you know, oh, you just don't care, just do your thing. But, but really, I think maybe as time has gone on, I just hang around with the people that are a lot like you guys, people that I fit in with people that I understand and that understand me a little bit. And so I'm not saying we agree on everything, but it's just like, oh, okay, maybe I found my niche. And so therefore, maybe it does get older or easier as I get older. Okay, maybe it gets easier with age. But not necessarily because, you know, oh, I'm just going to stand up for who we are and do our thing. Maybe it's because we have stood up for who we are. And all of a sudden, we hang around a lot of people who stood up for who they are and what they believed in. And over time, we think, I'm we kind of just drawn to those people. Now, what we got to do is we got to be careful, though, because if we get this feeling like this world is not my home, I'm just passing through, and for me, I'm just going to tell you what goes on in my head, okay? I got to be careful, because when that is the case, and it is the case, right? You guys all amen there? This world is not my home, just passing through, everybody amen, is that, right? And because of that, it's a danger, at least to me, it's a danger to look at those around me and say, you know, I don't really care much about you because you're not part of me anyway. Anybody else feel that way? And I got to be careful because that's not what I'm called to do. I'm put on this earth for a purpose and for a reason, and I, and I meet people and I'm involved, with people and and because of our love for Christ and our love and what He has done for us and the answers that Christ gives, now we want more, nothing more than to let other people know about that. Also, we want them to be His child because we want them to experience the, the mercy and the grace and, and the wonderful home that God has planned for those who are His children. So, therefore, as you and I'm going to talk about where do I fit in and this idea of the world and that sort of thing, but please realize when I say those things. Now, we got to be careful that we won't become alienated from people and decide we won't have anything to do, or that we don't care about those who are not God's children because it cannot go that direction. Now, I also understand that there's a place that we just don't fit in, all right? Now, a couple things. How about in the world? Do we fit in in the world, all right? Can we fit in with the world? Can we do that? Well, there's a couple of things I've mentioned. First of all, I've thought about this verse over in 1 John chapter 2 because, you know, John kind of directly answers this question. He says, do not love the world or the things that are in the world. Well, that's pretty direct. If you love the world, love of the Father is what? Not in you. Oh, well, that's kind of direct. I guess that's ways. These are the ways of the world. Right, wanting to please ourselves, lust well, the eye, wanting what the simple things that we see, uh, being too proud of what we have, lust well, the eyes, lust flesh, and pride of life. You guys have probably read that in the King James version. None of these come from the Father, but all of them come from the world, and the world and everything that people want in it are passing away. But the person who does the will of God, what God wants, lives forever. Two things I noticed in this verse. The first thing I notice is, and, and, and when you think about God and what God has done, if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. In other words, he's, he's very pointed. You can't just blend in, you can't just be a part of it, you can't just fit into everything around you. Matter of fact, Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says that we're supposed to be different, transformed. We don't don't conform to the world. We're a different kind of person. So therefore, as I read that, first thing I see is that if we love the world, the love of the Father cannot be in us. So wait a minute, I can't fit fit, fit into the the world. But I also notice down at the bottom that he kind of uses a little logic, doesn't he? Because toward the end of that, he says, wait a minute, if you just want to fit in with the world and go along with what the world does and look like the world, if you're going to do that, then you've got to remember all of that stuff is going to be gone. This is all temporary, so don't fit in with the world. Interesting, matter of fact, Hebrews chapter 11, and this is one of the things that got me thinking about this, we talked about this in Wednesday night class, where, uh, all these heroes of faith that we mentioned and Abraham and Isaac and on and Jacob, and, and on and on the list goes about all those people, Samson and, and Jephthah and, and Gideon, uh, on and on, the list was about those heroes of faith. Well, this is what it says about it, all these people were still living by faith when they died, they didn't receive the things that they promised, they only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on the earth now people who say such things they show that they're looking for a country of their own if they had been thinking of the country they'd left they would have opportunity they could stay there if they wanted to instead they were looking for a better country a heavenly country our god is not ashamed to be called their god for he has prepared a city for them no don't fit in in the world that's not i can't put this square peg into that round hole. See how I use that? This square peg into that round hole. That doesn't fit, right? That can't happen. How about, with, and I just got to be careful here. How about with unbelievers? Do you fit in with unbelievers? Oh, the Bible's very pointed. As a matter of fact, I thought about this verse. It comes to my mind every time I think about it. I hang around, I hang around the wrong bad people. I end up doing the bad things, okay? So i got to be careful because Paul reminds me, bad. Do not, don't be fooled about it now. Bad friends will ruin your good habits. Evil communications, corrupt good morals, depends on which version you read there. You hang around with bad things, it's probably going to infiltrate your life. All right? That's the way that, and I know it to be true. Anybody else? I can guarantee you that this is correct. Been there, done that. Any of you older people nod your heads to agree with that? Been there, done that. That is the truth. You hang around with people that will, are not following the Lord, don't want to follow their Lord, and go, maybe you go against what the God says, guess what? You do it long enough, you'll be part of it too. I speak from experience, okay? What Paul says through God's inspiration is absolutely the case. I thought about this verse, 2 Corinthians. Maybe you've read this before. It's actually talking about uh, the idols and that sort of thing, but this is what he says about people who are not following the Lord. He says this, don't become partners with those who reject God. How can can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? That's not partnership. That's war. Right? Is light best friends with dark? Does Christ go strolling with the devil? Do trust and mistrust hold hands? Who would think of setting up a pagan idols in God's holy temple? You wouldn't do that. But that is exactly what we are. Each of us is, each of us, a temple in whom God lives. God himself put it this way. I'll live in them, move into them, I'll be their God, and they'll be my people. So leave the corruption to compromise. Leave it for good, says God. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. I want you all for myself. I'll be a father to you. You'll be sons and daughters to me. That's what our God wants. You can't link, be partnership, good and bad. can't have. They can't have that kind of fellowship. Now, I say these things, and again, I, need, I, I feel like I need to reiterate what I said earlier. Because we, what can happen is, is that we can start looking down on people who don't believe in God or who are not His child. Or we cannot feel the care and concern and love for them that we should. If we get this feeling, of, whoa, superior, look at me. It's not about that. It's about keeping our lives pure in God's child. That's what we want to do. One of the things that, that helps me is that I remember who I was without God. I remember who I was without God. And therefore, I can't look down on someone who is without God because I was there, and I remember what that's like, and I'm so grateful that, those, that there were those in my life that helped me out of that and helped me come to know Christ, right? And so therefore, I want to do the same, not looking down on people. But making sure I keep myself from being linked up, being a part of, best friends with, partnership with, darkness, light and darkness they can't be partners, can't happen. That's war. So anyway, can we be? Can we fit in? Oh, I just and I have noticed this. I just don't fit in with people who don't believe in God at all, who turn their back on His ways. I. I i'm not saying i don't like them i'm not saying i don't love them i'm just saying i just don't fit in we just don't have that much in common so therefore where do i fit in i'll tell you where i fit in i fit in where i belong i fit in where i belong that's when i feel that i'm fitting in is i'm where i belong i thought about this verse this is in uh, ephesians chapter 2. this is what uh part of this was read a, a few minutes ago Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens. Why? What happened was you became fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household built on the foundation of the prophets and the apostles with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. Oh, yeah. There's a place you belong. It's a place where you're wanted, you're needed, you are there because Christ has put you there. And it is a special and wonderful place. And it's with God's, it's with God's people, it's with God's household. In him the whole whole building is joined together and rises up to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his Spirit. What I notice is I belong. It is my country. You know, one of the things that I see and it bothers me is that there's a lot of of, uh, feeling that I get, especially on the news and that sort of thing of a, of a, a lack of patriotism toward my country. This is our country. Our forefathers fought and died for it. Right? Now, maybe it's because we see a lot of things that maybe they're being led in, in the wrong direction. Maybe your country's been. I don't know, but I do know this. What happens is when you lose pride in something, when you don't, when you're not, it's not yours anymore, all of a sudden you can talk bad about it. You can reject it. You can let it go. But if it's yours, then wait a minute. You don't put that down. I'm standing up for this. This is what our Lord says is, regardless of what happens on this earth, in this world, you have a country, you have a place, and it's for you. This is it. actually read out of the, uh, I think it's the common English versions. This is the way uh, this version puts it. You're no longer wandering exiles. Things have changed. This kingdom of faith is now your home country. Yeah. God's people, the kingdom that he said he was going to set up, his church. That's your kingdom. That's your home. You're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here with as much right to the name Christian as anyone. Amen. Amen. We all have the right because we belong in God's household. Do you fit in? Oh, yeah, I fit in because Christ put me in there. He lets me part, be part of his home, part of his family, part of his Household, It's my home country. Now, when you think about your country, first thing I think about is is there's lots of benefits and privileges that go along being part of a country, all right? I mean, you're a citizen. You belong to this family. And there's a lot of things that go along with that that are just wonderful. And matter of fact, that's why we want other people to know about it. We want other people to become part of his country, also his people, because we want them to have the privileges that go along with that. But also I need to remember that there are responsibilities that go along with this. I'm God's child. Therefore, I need to live like I'm living in that country, right? I need to make sure that those are the things that are directing my life. Also, I thought about this. I have and belong with my family. All of us get along and we never have any disagreements. That's not true? Well, oh, okay. Here's the thing. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbors as yourself. Whether or not I agree with everything you say or everything you do, you're my family. I have a physical family, two rotten sisters. Hey, can you scratch that rotten word off there? No, you can't? Okay. Well, they probably won't listen to the podcast anyway. I have two wonderful, beautiful sisters. Underline that. Okay. Uh, And they, believe it or not, they're not as perfect as me. They They don't always think like I do. All right, and matter of fact, they've come up with some weird stuff in their life and just different than I would think. Right? And right now, if they're listening to this, they're saying, well, you'll really, look in the mirror. Okay. But the deal is, they're my family. They don't mess with my family. I don't agree with everything they say. I don't, matter of fact, they got weird ideas. But they're my family. And I love them. I give my life for them because they're my family. Now, family's different, isn't it? It's different than just people you meet or people you're friends with. Families, are something about it, isn't there? We're joined together in a special way. Now, I, I hear people, uh, baseball teams, they'll talk about, well, we've just become a family and that sort of thing. And, of course, then they're traded off next week to somebody else. But, but they, this idea, and I hear it a lot with, with, with ball teams or whatever. Listen, this is different with God's children. Because what binds us together isn't just something we have in common is isn't just that we like to talk about the same kind of things. It's that the blood of Christ has cleansed us, and he has made us all his children. We're bound together by blood, and it's Christ's blood. So therefore, you have a family. As God's child, you have a family. You belong here. It's with God's people, members of God's household. Do You have a family. What about this verse? How great is the love of God the Father, that la- the love that He has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. Amen? Amen? How great is that? Now you want to talk about the love that God has lavished on us. We should be called children of God, and that is what we are, God's children, part of His family. Family, special thing. Gives us access to the Father. <laughs> you can't have access to the Father unless you're part of the family, right? It also... Some of his characteristics, you know, it's like family traits. I hope that my granddaughter doesn't get my hair. Right. She's got my eye color. Let's hope she don't get my hair, all right? Although, no, never mind. Anyway, there's certain traits that I've noticed that I pass down. My son looks nothing like me. You guys notice that? I look nothing like my dad. You all notice that? Look just like him, Right? right? I've noticed that I, I act And i had the same mannerisms as my dad did and guess what now my son every day as he gets older he just acts and looks a lot more like i do which is just too bad for the little fella right but but i'm just noticing that that happens characteristics are passed on and that's the way genetics are supposed to be aren't they supposed to be also in our with our spiritual family i mean you see if god is our father if Jesus is our role model, if he is the one who, whose blood has cleansed us, shouldn't his characteristics be found in us? We're family. They should be found in his children. His characteristics should be found in his children. Also, it, it is something that goes beyond. It's this deep, intimate relationship that takes us beyond the, the, what we feel or what we think or, or how we feel in that day. Or, no, no, no. This is a relationship that is far beyond that. We are family. I'm not going to turn my back on you you're my family you're not going to turn your back on me we're family if we have a disagreement we'll deal with it and go on because we're family that's what family does in the blood of Christ I also thought about this I fit in now I have a place I belong and I belong with my God I belong with him Christ through his sacrifice has given me the opportunity to belong with God what a privilege it is to belong with him I thought about how that, that Paul puts this it's it's like he's talking about this building and how it's made up. And he talks about the different people that are involved in it. And Christ is the cornerstone. And, and how he's put it all together. And how we become this temple, this building that's built up in him. It's all about being in God, in Christ, putting our life into him. That's what makes us fit in. That's what makes us different. That's what puts us who we're supposed to be. It's like, it's like this temple thing that's built. And matter of fact, it's a temple that's joined together in Christ. All of us joined together in Christ. It's like a building that's all put together, and he's holding it all together. It's the idea of where God lives. He lives in us. You belong here. Now, you belong in God's presence. You belong in God's household. You belong because Christ has put you into his family. But I also want you to know you belong here. This congregation, you fit in here. You love Christ. You put Him first. I'm not saying you're perfect, but I'm saying because of you, do, you have done that. You belong here. You fit in here. This is your place. It's as much your place as it is my place. It's as much your place as it is the elders' place. It's your place. It's your community. We're together. We belong to Him, and because of that, we're all in it together. We're all the same. Everybody's just as important as anybody else. Family. Put together through the blood of Christ. Let me close with one thought. This is a verse from over in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. We're talking about where do I fit in. Notice what uh, Peter says here through the inspiration of our Lord. Friends, this world is not your home, so don't make yourself cozy in it. Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. Live an exemplary life among the natives so that your actions will refute their prejudices. Then they'll be one over to God's side and be there to join in the celebration when He arrives. You live such godly lives in the presence of everyone that maybe you can help them to fit in with God as well. It's encouraging to know That our God tells us, you don't have to fit in with the world. You don't have to fit in with people that don't belong to me. You don't have to fit in there. But you can fit in with God's family. And you can help others to fit in with God's family. Our God will never leave us or forsake us. Amen? Amen. Never leave us or forsake us. He's coming to get his own people. Now, if you're not one of his children, decide today, no, 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 God first. I'm putting him in number one in my life. If he's not there right now, will you decide, oh, no. Today, from this day forward, I live for my Lord. Now, if you'd like to come before this group and say, listen, I've got some simple stuff that I just, uh, it's not supposed to be in my life and I don't want it out of my life. Would you pray for me? We'll do that together. Thinking about our Lord, never looking down on anyone. We'll just pray together. We'll go through it together. Whatever it is, we're family. We'll fight together. Whatever we got to do. Now, if you know this morning that there's some things that you just need to be praying about, I'm going to encourage you to do that. All right. Matter of fact, we're going to be standing and singing here in a minute while we're doing that. If you need to be praying, you just go right ahead. You pray to your father. Make sure that you are giving your life to your Lord. That's where you fit in. If you feel like you don't fit in with God's children, if you feel like if Christ were standing here, you would be so embarrassed, so, I just don't belong there, then that could be telling you something's wrong. Something's wrong. Make sure Christ is at the center of your life. If you need to respond, Christ calls you to come to him as together we stand and sing this song.